Pioneers. We are in season three, Through the Eyes of Men, Upcoming Fathers. And these are all the guys who don't have kids, but who want them. And it's just been amazing to get a guy's perspective on what they think fatherhood would be like. Because, you know, as a woman, I kind of have an inkling, but it's kind of different when you look through the eyes of the opposite sex. So today we have on here Benjamin. What's up? What's up? What's up? Glad to be here. So, Ben, give us a little bit about yourself. All right. So, my name is Ben. I'm from uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm an engineer at Amazon. And uh, one day, I do indeed hope to be a father. So, I'm currently not one yet. Oh, good. I'm glad, I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Got to lay that down. All righty. Are you married or dating? So, I'm currently, you know, it's so complicated in the modern era. I would say I'm in like the talking phase. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So, but we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, if everything if everything goes well, I will be dating soon. But okay. currently, just talking. <laughs> Hard. Do you think you're ready to be a dad? Um. So, if something just happened today, and all of a sudden I was a dad. I think I would be able to handle it. I really do. Um, For me, one of the primary focuses is, am I financially able to support a family? And I'm very blessed to say at this point, I would be able to. Now, it would be a big shock, like all of a sudden, bam, dad. But I I think life has put me through enough trials to where I've gained enough wisdom to be able to... Uh, to be able to approach it with at least a good mindset. I definitely don't think I know mm. everything I will need to know to become a father, mm. but I don't think anybody probably does when they're becoming a parent. So but cool. I do think I've got a good mindset towards it, and I have the ability to you know, provide a decent life to a kid. What are you ready and prepared for as it pertains to fatherhood? So definitely ready on like you know the stability uh, part. I've gotten kind of through, you know, the wild years of collegiate life and just kind of going everywhere and just, uh, you know, kind of going where the wind blows me. I'm much more stable at this point, um, which is definitely very important, right? You you can't really be a nomad if you're going to have a kid. Uh, You kind of need to be there. Um, And then also, I think I'm pretty well read, uh, pretty well grounded in like my own moral philosophy and my own moral compass, yeah. which is so important, right? Because if you're raising somebody else up from from nothing, right? Like yeah. the beauty of a child is you've got this uh, this being that you can kind of mold and form in any which way, right? It's limitless potential. Yeah. Um, and, and I think yeah. if you don't know yourself well enough, and if you don't understand yeah. your own approach to the world well enough, how on earth can you intentionally, you know, create another person to be well equipped yeah. to handle the world? And I think I'm really at a point where I understand myself and my approach to life well enough to where I would be able to pass those along in an understandable and applicable way for another person. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what are you unprepared for? Oh man, I'm so much, right? Like I like sleeping in for one. I think, I think having a baby will just get rid of that entirely. Um, and then I'm the kind of, I have what we call commitment issues, right? Like I, I love waiting until the last minute to figure out what I'm going to be doing with my time. Right. If somebody's like, Hey Ben, do you want to do this in six months? I'm like, ask me like a week out. You know, yep. I'll be, <laughs> right. But, but when you have a kid, when there's another person involved, yeah. you can't exactly do that anymore. So that would be, yeah. that would be difficult for me. But you know, that being said, I do think I would be able to make the transition, but if it just happened today, yeah. it, it would cause me quite a few bumps. 
is your dad in your life and how do you think that will affect your fatherhood? <laughs> so that's a complicated question. Um, so my parents got divorced when I was five years old um, and I lived predominantly with my mom. Um, yeah. My dad has all kinds of issues that I mean, he was working through and is definitely still working through. But I'm really blessed to say, you know, our family has gotten along in a way that yeah. we're in each other's lives. Now, it's definitely not like a normal father-son relationship. I would yeah. almost consider us closer to friends. Um, I, I wouldn't look to him for too much like moral guidance. Yeah. But, you know, I still, you know, give him the respect that I think you should give a father. Now, how's that going to affect me when I'm a father? Um, I think in the same way that it that it has affected me my whole life, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I had to learn what is a man supposed to be? What is a man supposed mm -hmm. to look like? How is a man supposed to handle different circumstances? Right. Because as hard as my mom tried, right. She, she yeah. can't replace that role of a father. Um, yeah. and, and I'm glad she didn't try to even, mm -hmm. um, but you know, I'm going to have to really learn like yeah. what, where do I have to draw the line with kids? Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how do I handle these difficult situations that are inevitably going to arise um, because I haven't had that really drawn out for me yeah. as a kid myself. So there's definitely going to be a lot of trial and error, but I'm really hoping that, you know, I'm smart enough and because I'm going into it with this understanding that I'm working kind of from a deficit, I'll be yeah, able to, yeah, to compensate from that, compensate mm -hmm. for that in a way that is pretty meaningful so that my kid doesn't notice too many hiccups. Oh, mm, that is so good. Could you be a father to someone else's child? So that would be difficult. Um, I think the circumstances really, really matter in that case, right? Like yeah. if I was married to somebody and they ended up having another man's child, like that would be, that would just be so, so hard. Now, mm -hmm. you know, if I were just to adopt somebody else, I think that would be a much easier decision, right? Because it's kind mm -hmm. of a, it would be a joint decision between me and my wife. So I think it really matters to how this other child comes into our lives. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like, you know, our kid has a friend whose family life isn't that great. And we kind of, you mm -hmm. know, spiritually adopt them and that yeah. kind of manner, that'd be great. Um, but circumstances aside, I think I would be able to, um, I don't know. And I, I hope I'm a good enough person to not pick favorites between, you know, my own kids, my own biological kids and somebody else's kids. I, I would hope that I am better than that, but I really don't know. Right. I, I think that's probably one of those things that would come out, you know, in time and like under actual practice, uh, but it would be difficult. It would be definitely a hurdle to jump over. How many kids do you want? <laughs> so my normal answer to this is like, two or three but with the caveat that i'm not the one that's really given birth here so <laughs> if my wife's really eager and she's like you know let's have five oh my god that's not right like i mean that might be expensive but i mean we can adjust for that if you want to if you want to have that many kids by all means like go off queen <laughs> i'm pretty sure <laughs> on that <laughs> no no <laughs> But definitely do want some kids more than one more than one. Oh god you're crazy <laughs> how would you handle the death miscarriage stillbirth sids etc of your child mm, see that would be so difficult um i really really don't know i mean from every parent that you know seems to like like their kid in a way that yeah. you know parents are generally supposed to uh, the general consensus I hear is that like they love their kid more than anything in the world. 
And mm-hmm. so to have that immediately taken away from me, yeah. I, I can't imagine it would be anything less than devastating. Yeah. Um, and then with that, you know, and with being the the man and head of household in a relationship comes some form of expectation of, you know, being able to be a rock to be lent, like leaned yeah. on. Um, and I know that, you know, modern society will kind of try to tell you otherwise and like be in touch with your feelings and everything like that. And that's not a bad thing, but I definitely think, you know, if everything else is falling apart, the ability to remain stoic in hard times will be a great benefit. Now, yeah. I think that definitely my wife and I would have to go through some kind of counseling, you know, just to, to yeah. move forward from that. But it would be a really devastating experience. What traditions do you want to break with your kids? <laughs> so um, both of my parents come from like divorced households. Um, you know, the 50, there's like a 50% divorce rate or something right now. Yeah. Um, I really am hoping to break that trend, which is why I've been just yeah. so profoundly picky with, you know, people I talk to and people I go on dates yeah. with and everything. Like I'm, I'm so great at going on a first date, seeing all kinds of red flags and then not even yeah. like pretending I want a second date. Um, yeah. Just cause I know like, being able to have seen so many relationships fall apart and the things that generally cause it, I'd like to think I'm pretty good at catching them a little early and not that any of these people are bad either, but like sometimes two individuals could be okay on their own, but when put together, it just causes problems. So, um, I want to break that cycle of divorce and I really want to show my kids that, you know, you can have a strong, good, healthy parental relationship. Um, that's such a priority. What traditions do you want to start? Uh, I want to start doing things like I really want family meals where we're all just sitting around the table and able to talk with each other. I want a healthy, you know, almost judgment-free relationship with my kids to where they feel comfortable approaching me with, you know, things that are causing them issues, be it like uh, dating issues or school issues and things like that. And know that I'm not going to, really getting mad at them if they're coming to me with problems that they have. I think that's something that I didn't exactly have, right? I mean, (laughs) raised by a single mom, she was really stressed. So anything out of the ordinary, right? Like if I, I, I like never approached her with girl issues or anything like that, just because I'm here like, (laughs) you don't need to throw any variables into this mess. (laughs) So I really want to generate that kind of safe, comfort, uh, comforting, loving environment where my kids understand it's okay to fail. It's okay to mess up. Um, it's just not okay to stay there. We know we're going to move forward, but we're going to move forward together. What's one thing you want your child to know you for? Um, I want to know them. I want, I want them to know me for being consistent and being present. Mm. Right. Like I think those two things are absolutely critical. Um, Even, even if I am like a strict parent, right. As long as you're consistent about things and you're fair to every kid, um, I think that'll go a long way in generating respect. Right. if, and I think back to my school days, right? It wasn't the teachers who were, you know, the coolest with, you know, and they liked the cool crowd and they'd let them slide. It was the teachers mm-hmm. who were kind of generally strict overall, but mm-hmm. very fair that left a lasting impact on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, kids aren't stupid, right? They recognize those things. They recognize what they're being treated either beneficially or, you know, treated negatively. And I don't want that to be the case, right? I want to be able to hear my kids out. I want to, you know, if they make a good point or if I do something wrong, I want to be able to apologize or, you know, acknowledge that they have a different perspective and that it can be valid. Yeah. Hmm. What do you want to impart in your kids the most? I want to teach them how to think, Hmm. Uh, right? Like 
we're so focused on teaching people what to think and saying, you know, Mm -hmm. my opinion is right because of X or Y. And I just want to teach my kids how to learn and how to ask intelligent questions and find the answers out on their own, right? Be it from asking experts or using this awesome tool called the internet, right? Maybe they listen to some cool podcasts and, you know, learn things that way. But I really want them to have a hunger for knowledge and the understanding of how to, how to satiate that, that hunger. Mm. What do you have to say to other upcoming fathers? (sighs) be there, right? Be present and coming from like a single mom household, it sets you back so, so far. I mean, the statistics are astonishing. I think you're like, uh, you're significantly more likely to say, end up in prison or drop out of school uh, and much, much more likely to end up a divorced parent yourself, right? And we really need men to step up and be present even if not for the sake of the partner, but for the sake of the children, right? The statistics are crystal clear that kids who grow up in a two-parent household are significantly better off than kids who grow up in a single-parent household. So yeah, Yeah. just be there. Bonus questions that I forgot to add. I'm ready, I'm ready. (laughs) All right, what do you have to say to this generation of men and fathers? Um, Don't be afraid to be wrong. Don't be afraid to fail. Mm. We're so conditioned to not take risks, right? If the teacher in school would ask a question that we didn't know, right? We're more conditioned just to sit back and not, and be quiet than to raise our hand and ask for help or to Mm. risk being wrong publicly. That being said, the people who have the biggest impacts in the world are the ones who are willing to risk failure the most. Mm -hmm. And if we're not willing to step up and confidently face the unknown, then what kind of leaders are we? Oh, Jesus. Right. So I think that's really it, right? Be willing to fail, but do it boldly. Hmm. And last question, what do you have to say to this generation of women and mothers? (laughs) Thanks for dealing with us. Um, (laughs) I think, I think, I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of my mom. I, I think women are so great. Um, but definitely give men room to be men. Amen! Def- <laughs> Sorry. That's yeah, my I mean, part right there. You right. don't even understand. I'm, I'm, me and my mom have this exact conversation. Like, oh, yes. And I mean, that's what we need, right? There's like an almost emasculation of culture mm-hmm. and society that's happening right now. And that needs to change. Yes. Um because the fact of the matter is right, we we need men. We need what it is men bring to the table, and we can't demonize that, and we can't villainize that. And I understand we've got like a strong girl power movement, and, you know, go off queen, more power to you. Like, that's awesome. But we can't push up women at the and sake of pushing down men. Down men. Yep. Uh, I'm a firm believer that rising tides lift all boats. So maybe if we improve circumstances for everybody and acknowledge our differences and acknowledge each other's problems, but we don't diminish other people's uh, perspectives or circumstances, maybe we'll all be better off, you know, mm-hmm. and we won't be better off at the sake of somebody else's downfall. I can't even. My mind is reeling right now. This is so good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I don't even want to stop. I, I want to make a few questions now. Let me go oh, for it. Wow. Oh, 
Well, pioneers and beautiful people, I really hope that you got something from that and that I, that this blessed you. Please take this and run with it. Improve your lives. Improve yourself. Share this with someone. Go to the Patreon. Go to the website. Go to all the places. Make sure that if this has touched you in any way, you let someone else know. And you guys have an awesome, amazing, blessed week. And we say bye, pioneers. See you in the next one. Bye, pioneers. <laughs>